feeling in touch with your religious side? Wanting to rid yourself of sin? It's your lucky day because God is a trans woman, woman. Sasha Sidek. And Jesus is non-binary, binary, binary. Jacob Gamble. Join us on Queering the Air every Sunday from 3 to 4 p.m. Queer and trans, arts, politics, pop culture, and everything in between. Only on TreeCR Community Radio. Come worship at the altar of your queerness desires. We would like to acknowledge that this event and all of the work that we undertake as a crew happens on a stolen land. We wish to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the traditional custodian of this land we call now Melbourne. We pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We also would like to extend our respect to our trans elders past and present. Good afternoon. Welcome back to an, another episode of Querying the Air with Sasha Sidek. My pronouns is she because I will never be her. And <laughs> and um, today um, I have um, two guests and one of them is my dear friend Anas and um, we also have Tom here to represent um, Pride in the North Summit. Uh, beyond the rainbow lanyard and this is by pride in the north um so um i guess uh without further ado i think i'm gonna uh let them introduce themselves um let's start with anas of course thank you so much sasha for having me on again yes you know, that's the second time i'm hearing the yes. intro in person and it's just as powerful the second time <laughs> thank honestly. you i'm inspired again yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> my name is anas i work as an evaluation advisor for a nonprofit called whittlesea community connections based in the northern and suburbs mm. and I'm here to talk about the Pride in the North Summit I use he him pronouns as well okay. but thanks so much for having me on it thank you and Tom oh, hello hi. hi thank you for having me and thank you for people listening at home as well um, and I agree it's such a, a fab intro I love it um, thank it, you so my name is Tom. I use he, him, or they, them pronouns. Um, I whatever you want to, whatever, however you want to refer to me. I don't mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. I, I like to be called goddess too. Sometimes yes. in the bedroom. So. <laughs> <laughs> I aspire to be grand empress. That's the, yes. that's the All right. Jokes aside, this is um, you know the last time um, there was a quite a successful um, um, uh, event that um, Anas, you and the team did um, with the Pride Festival, mm. and um, Minus the the weather, <laughs> it was oh my freezing cold. <laughs> it was one of the coldest days of the right? year. Right, but that was completely, but we made it work exactly. Completely yeah. brought over by like the joy and yes, the warmth that yeah. people were bringing in, the positive energy mm, of the day. But mm, it was mm. it was it was a huge success. Thank you so much for attending of on the course. day as well. I had to. I told my hubby because I had um the Writers Festival in Bendigo, and mm. then we supposed to drive back the next day. But I told my hubby like, let's drive back um tonight um mm -hmm. because I want to attend. To um, that festival because I want to go there and support because I have a few friends who was organizing that as well mm. like internet um, 
the few others, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. like yourself. And I thought I want to go there. And it was the first uh, Little Sea uh, fe- Pride Festival too, right? It was right? the inaugural, the very first yeah. Little Sea Pride Festival <laughs> up in the northern suburbs. And we were so, so, so proud to be hosting mm-hmm. it. Um, I mean, it was coming together of like the drag performers, the mm. stall holders on the day, all the volunteers, um, especially with the weather. We had so many hiccups and hurdles that we True. had to overcome, but yeah. it all came together beautifully in the end. Yeah. And Tom actually is a part of the network as well, Pride in the North that we're here to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So were you there? Uh, I, I was there on okay. the day. Yeah, yeah. I, I work um, at DPV Health. I okay. work there as a mental health promotion officer and I'm also a counsellor. So I was sort of rep, um, representing the DPV Health contingent and, yeah. you know, talking to people about their well-being on the day. And it, it was... It was amazing, and I'm really looking forward to organizing the next one. I think I'm looking forward to helping organize yeah. the next one. So I guess you, you get a, a really good feedback from um, attendees as well, yeah? Absolutely. And what about the council? Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah. gosh, one big thing that happened with the event, as you know, it was such. It's been such a contentious year, mm. especially for any Pride events involving right. drag performers. Mm. So it was so important for us to plan it as safely as we could. Yeah. And we're so proud that the event went on safely with no major hiccups around that. But that was one of the main things that we heard from the performers, from the saw holders, mm. is that they felt that we were trying to do everything we could mm. to of make course. it as safe as possible. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's why I want to be there for you guys mm. and. Well, you also have all the celebrities drag queen too. I was yes. like, where you get all this money? <laughs> 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 they must be expensive. <laughs> <laughs> we have to. We can't. We can't have a pride celebration in the north without bringing some of the amazing drag performers yeah. that come with it. Because there's such a vibrant scene here yes. in the north, so mm. it's so important to represent that at the events that we host. That's amazing. And this is Pride in the North Summit. What was 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 this? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Tell <laughs> tell the listeners what this is all about. Gosh, so maybe we'll start by telling you a little bit about the Pride in the North, yes, actually. So let's do that. The Pride in the North is a collaborative or coming together of community and health organizations based in the outer north of Melbourne. Mm. So we're mainly based across um, Hume, Whittlesea, and Mitchell Shire. We've recently expanded to include um, uh, Sunbury as well. So yeah. really, we're welcoming people from anywhere in that outer growth corridor. Mm-hmm. And it's including people who are committed to that same vision of supporting LGBTQ plus inclusivity out mm. in the northern suburbs. So it's around sharing our successes, our challenges that we faced, and learning and building on that work together. Mm. Yeah, I think we've, we've come a long way. The, the network started as um, a group of organizations, um, so like allies and queer folk um, who... Um, like wanted to go to march at Pride together, and it's quite you know a long. We're traveling a long way to go march at Pride, um, so that's where it started. And I think you know we we get so much um, like nourishment from meeting each other um, and from working together. And especially you know we're working in quite quite difficult um, places and the kind of general hostile environment. Um, you know it was, the environment got quite hostile around Ida Hobbit um, yeah. this year. So the the nourishment from the other queer folk in the um, in the network was was really important for me personally to kind of keep on putting on the events that we were putting on. I agree. It's, I, it's yeah, powerful. I, I was disappointed some of the event was cancelled mm-hmm. uh, on Idea Hobbit, but I was involved with one of the events about um, the Nothing to Hide book. Mm-hmm. And I was just so glad that um, the library didn't cancel on this. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? We need to stand up for ourselves. Like We're not Absolutely. afraid of them. Why would we want to cancel our events because they threaten us? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, of course, you know, there's a lot of um, pros and cons um, at the same time. I'm thinking about people's mental health 
yourself as well. But I guess people should not cancel this because if we keep canceling, that means they are winning. This is just my opinion. Preach, uh, Sasha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that was some of the best feedback that we got back from the drag performers on the day, especially. It's, yeah. it's been such a difficult year to get those gigs. Yes, of As course. As you know, like they rely on this to make a living. So yeah. for gigs to constantly be canceled again and again yes. and again, it really affects their quality of life. Oh, so what they were really proud of is that we actually went through with it, mm. despite like some of that contention, some of those safety considerations. Yeah, yeah I always do not want to entertain all this negativity because it's not worth your energy mm-hmm. because we're going to do good and you know people people will will understand why we do not want to cancel all these events because we do want to focus more on the positivity of the queer people mm-hmm. and um, if I'm doing events I will keep making events right in front of them even like they're protesting outside let them do it yeah. <laughs> um, any publicity is a publicity <laughs> for me <laughs> um, but yeah like I said um, especially when there's kids involved that mm-hmm. is something that you need to um, also think about like oh what will happen like at the Whittle Sea I think there's one hiccup uh, mm-hmm. I think um, mm-hmm. I, I yeah I saw um, it was right in front of my face mm-hmm. and I was like asking the um, the security is like oh what happened security was so nice like, mm-hmm. oh she's maybe just having a bad day and it was like oh okay and then I went to the organizer one of the organizers tell me what actually happened yeah yeah, yeah. but that was so subtle though so I yeah, love it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> completely because yeah. that's the thing is it's so important not to like let us actually stop us from hosting these events mm. and like moving forward but there is a way to do that right Correct. to do it in a way where like the people coming to the events they don't feel any of that kind of risk or anything exactly. happening yeah. but then also like throughout the actual planning process like consulting with the performers consulting mm. with the community consulting with experts in this space right. and doing whatever we can to make it safe yeah. yeah definitely and I think did you consult um, the um, um, the securities to yes. how they oh that that's why they were so subtle <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a huge consideration is, yeah. as you know like there can be um, it can be difficult to work with security who is completely queer friendly and yeah. we were so proud to find a company who was shared the vision that we had and was so easy to work with. You guys are so organized because, you know, sometimes a lot of events just um, employ uh, securities, but they never give them uh, a brief mm-hmm. of how to handle this kind of situation where maybe attendees going to ask them question, oh, what happened? And then they just start telling real stories instead mm-hmm. of, you know, being subtle like what um, your security did uh, for me. Completely. So, yeah. and that's and that's why capacity building in this space is mm. so important and something we're trying to do in the summit that we're organizing too is unless you actually have those conversations, mm. those security guards, they might not have the language that they need to actually provide that more okay. inclusive support. So yeah. to actually give that education can be so powerful. So wow. we're hoping to bring that more and more up in the north, up in okay. these suburbs. So, so this is part of the Pride in the North Summit um, uh, event, yeah, to educate people who wants to create events. Absolutely. And there's a uh, there's a, a lot we're trying to achieve okay. or, or that we're going to achieve with the summit. Yeah. Um, you know, the the, you know, the Whittlesea um, Festival was the, the first one that happened yeah. in the area. So we're working in an area where um, not a lot happens for yeah. queer folks. And so we're, I suppose, trailblazing in a way, if I can toot our own horn like that, <laughs> to kind of put events on. And that's what's so, I think, important about the summit. Um, the, 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 this summit, we're going to bring together um, every, you know, everyone in the area, representing everyone. So you want allies, queer folk, um, organizations, community members, and people from outside of, of the North mm. um, so that we can learn from what they're doing and they can learn um, from what we're doing because, mm-hmm. you know, we're, 
you know, we're, we're doing our best to really build something mm -hmm. in yeah. somewhere where, where there isn't a lot of. But of course, queer folk are everywhere. And we, we know we've got a lot of a lot of queer folk in the Northern Growth Corridor and Whittlesey, Hume, Mitchellshire and the areas surround. And, you know, we don't get a lot of attention. We don't get um, a lot of funding. It can be difficult to get funding. Yeah. So that's why we're so lucky that we managed to get... Um, um, Vic Health and um, the Victorian government to, to help fund this mm. summit um, with the help of Dr. Todd Fernando, who's mm -hmm. the commissioner for LGBTQA plus mm -hmm. um, communities. So yeah, we're really wanting to get um, you know organisations to learn how to kind of serve queer communities really well and safely, also to include um, queer workers, um, but we also want to um, put up there um, you know elevate the voices of our local queer communities as experts in their own lives and yeah. experts on what it is to be queer in this area to have a chance to tell us what you know tell us what their lives are like and what they want in the area yeah. and how they want things to happen so it's a really i think special blend of having organizations saying what they're doing and learning to have the people um, the queer people who live in the area saying what they're doing and learning and to invite others to come in and, and experience it and learn and share. Mm. Has that sort of covered it? Yeah, I think that's <laughs> you're, you're not messing around after that little Steve Pride festival. <laughs> we, <laughs> we haven't seen something like board. that like that big like uh, unless it was Midsummer Festival mm. was the biggest it's, uh, well it's almost as big as um, the Whittle Sea mm. Pride mm. Festival mm. and now the summit hello yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alright when we come back um, we're gonna discuss more about the event um, that is gonna be on Friday 3rd November um, yeah so I'm gonna be playing all day um, I mean not all day all one hour of our show at Korean the Air with um, Palestinians music um, because uh uh, Querying the Air is um, in support in, uh, of Palestine, uh, Palestine and Palestinian people and also a shout out to people that are at the rally today and I know it was raining and cold and shout out to you guys. Um, so this is uh, Palestini by Tony Cawthon. Ah, the Lord, I'm free. Some of you are the 
وقوتنا روح تدنا بهالكوفية عزتنا يا بي محلاها بيداني فلسطيني فلسطيني أنا اللي اسميك فيني أنا الصامد على أرضي وراك على السماء جبيني فلسطيني فلسطيني Welcome back to um, Coring the Air with Sasha Sade and my guests here, Anas and Tom from Pride in the North. And we've been talking about Pride in the North Summit beyond the rainbow lanyard that is um, coming up um, on Friday, 3rd November 2023. So Anas, can we um, talk a bit more about uh, what this event is all about? I mean, um, what you want to achieve and um, yeah. There's so many aims that we have this summit, but one of the main ones that we have is, number one, we're trying to amplify the voices of those diverse communities that we serve. So mm. those LGAs that we mentioned earlier, Hume, Whittlesey, Mitchell Shire, they're very diverse communities up in the outer north. So mm. we're really making sure that the work that we're doing reflects the diversity of those communities. And the way that we do that is making sure that those diverse community members are included in the consultations, in the plannings that we do, and in the summit coming up. So mm. we have a bunch of community speakers, panelists, as well as keynote speakers who will be touching on exactly these issues. And it's so important to include intersectionality mm. anywhere we can in this space because mm. there's no single one-size-fits-all approach that's going to work. We really need to take into account everyone's unique experiences and perspectives to actually make it mm. uh, achievable and real. Mm-mm-mm. And was it, um, h- how long did you um, prepare this? I mean... <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, it's been it's been in the works for a while. It feels like forever, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess things have we've really been ramping up the work, and it probably over the last six months. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's been. I think in many ways this summit is a, a culmination of all the work we've been doing over the past five or six years. Yeah. Uh, I think it was four or five years. It was just it was just pre-pandemic um, that DPP Health, um, working with um, the Human Whittlesey Councils, um, did the You Are You Say You Are report. Yeah. Um, which is a really great report to read if you have a chance um, that that really spoke um, spoke to what um, our local community members um, wanted to happen in the north. And so as it's been like a few years um, and of us you know, doing more activities and accelerating our work, I suppose, this is a good time to sort of come back and and, and say, well, have we done enough? Have we done what you said you, said you wanted us to do? Um, is this still what we want? Mm. Um, and... You know, hopefully out of this summit will come a way for us to do even more things that people want in this area to really build that community um, across, you know, all the all the intersections yeah. um, and, and you know, the diversity that, that we have. Um, so that's you know a big hope that we can get a, kind of get a plan for for future endeavors to you know raise the voices and have more stuff coming on um, mm. going on because I think you know, most people know that most of the kind of queer stuff that happens is in the CBD and, and the South Side. Okay. I know that's a that's a really long way from um, human <laughs> Whittlesey. And I live in, in Epping and yeah. you know, it's an hour and a half to go to St Kilda. It's a bit mm-hmm. of a, a bit of a trek and um, not everyone has the kind of access to transport and public transport mm. or the mobility or if you know they don't if they're not out in their homes. It 
it's impossible for them. It can be really, really difficult to go to go to these events um, that are happening really far away. Yeah. So when there's you know not many community spaces in an area, um, safe and welcoming, queer friendly community spaces in an area um, like the area that we live and work in, um, it, it's quite it's quite isolating, and we know that that leads to poorer health outcomes, poorer well being outcomes. So I think really if we can get together and talk about that and talk about our problems mm. um, and, you know, articulate it well, also our successes, because we have a lot of successes too, yeah. um, then we can invite more things to happen in our area so we can grow and be closer as a community and keep being super powerful. <laughs> Exactly but that. you know what? Especially with queer people, we're always looking for a new venues. So <laughs> it's good to be going up to the north, which I've never been to Epping before. So <laughs> that was my first time to Whittle Sea Pride Festival. So, you know, um, and um, uh, with this Pride in the North Summit, are you going to do a collaboration with a lot of organizations around Victoria? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the Pride in the North like network itself is a collaboration of just about 11 community and health organizations who mm-hmm. will absolutely be represented there. Okay. But we're hoping that the diversity for organizations will be reflected in the attendance. Mm. So we have, gosh, just over, I believe, 60 organizations or different organizations that are represented in the registration. And we're hoping that will grow okay. and grow. But absolutely. Yeah. I mean, not just in the attendance, but then also in the workshops that yeah. we're doing um, throughout the day. Okay. So there's really there's three main themes that we're having for those workshops mm-hmm. so the idea is that number one um, inclusion and belonging okay so touching on that idea of making sure that those diverse communities are heard and their voices are amplified yes. particularly for those multi-faith and multicultural communities mm. where it can be a more of a hot button issue that's yeah. a little bit more uh, contentious mm. Another one is around community change. So Mm. working with those um, community experts, uh, community groups, volunteers, and see how they can uh, affect that change that we're working on or that we're aiming towards. Because it can be an issue of access into these spaces um, to make sure that they have the means that they need. Because there's so much issues around resourcing um, and funding, Mm. where in this space, it can be really uh, transient and temporary. Mm -hmm. So to have something concrete, like a group that people know they can go to, and they can always go to that won't just go away in a few months time Mm. can be a little bit difficult in this space and then finally building capacity Mm. so one unique thing really about this summit is that we're trying to bring together those businesses community orgs uh, leaders politicians ceos Mm. so we're really trying to uh, share those successes and challenges because we're not alone in this journey that we're going on so it's really important that we learn from each other in in kind of building towards that more Mm. uh, equitable future for the north yeah and um, is uh, you know with in, uh, inclusivity, do you have um, Oslo interpreters and also um, translators um, available um, on the, in the venue? Yes, we got we got the Oslo interpreters mm-hmm. for um, for the day, so that'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm. And um, we've got a sensory room, um, and there's beautiful, quiet um, outside spaces. You know, the venue is um, um, Prac, the Plenty Ranges Arts and Convention Centre. It's okay. in South Morang, yeah. Um, so quite close to where the um, the Pride Festival happened, yeah. Um, and yeah, definitely worth a, a trip. But it's on a beautiful surrounds. There's um, a lake um, mm-hmm. by there, so um, yeah, it's a it, it's a, a wonderful, wonderful venue that will have you know quiet spaces if people need to you know take a break and kind of contemplate. Um, yes. 
you know, some I, I, there's always a chance that some some of the things that get talked about can be a little bit triggering for people. Yeah. Um, and so that's where it's important that there's those spaces where people can go and you know have their have their solitude or or speak with people. I'll be there on the day as a counsellor, so yeah. you know I can I, I'm available. If people need to talk during the day. Amazing. Um, yeah, and and places where people can can connect. You know, we're bringing yeah. in um, people from all over the place, and it'd be great for them to connect and for us to better make um, those relationships that can mm-hmm. help us um, to work. You know, across the broaden Melbourne area and. And perhaps beyond as well. <laughs> yeah. And what about public transport? Is it easy? Um, um, is, is, is there, I mean, like, it's easy to get there. Yeah, it's um, so Prague is uh, pretty much just across the road from South Morang train station. Okay. Um, South Morang train station is pretty much on the shopping centre and then it's just across the road from okay. there. Mm-hmm. So that's um, super easy. Yeah. Um, and um, there's good, there's park, plenty of parking, plenty of, plenty of parking, okay. all day parking um, around the venue. Um, if we're overflowed, then there is the shopping centre across <laughs> the road too. So yeah, it's pretty, yeah, nice and easy to get to. Uh huh, uh-huh. And um, um, do you have like a big team um, who um, create this event? Absolutely. Yeah. So not just the prime. If you want to shout out for, to them. Definitely. I mean, gosh, a special shout out to our amazing chair for our working group, uh, Elizabeth Shields. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe she actually used to work at 3CR. Oh, so no way. It's so amazing that she helped us kind of put together um, okay. this talk today. She's a um, force. She's a force to be reckoned with. Just yeah. a powerhouse in this space. Yeah. Um, then also our amazing project coordinator, Crystal, and every other member of the Pride in the North um, network. It's really, it's been such an amazing group to work with. Mm. And as well, we've had um, people sign up from all the different organizations that are represented in the network as helpers on the day. Awesome. And that's such a kind of key success factor for any of these Pride events that we host is without our volunteers, we wouldn't be able to get it done. So Shout yeah, we're so, so, so grateful yeah. for that. Mm. And of course, um, the Victorian government and Vic Health and uh, Dr. Todd Fernando for uh, providing us the support yes. and um, funding to actually put this together and make it happen. Shout out to Todd. Shout out Todd. <laughs> <laughs> and um, is there be like um, food um, trucks, like the Pride Festival and drinks trucks? So it's um, it's being catered by um, Nina's Kachina, um, mm-hmm. which are a, a fantastic cafe. Um, so yes, when you when you sign up to book, you'll better put in your dietaries, and then food will be provided on the day. Okay. And um, Nina's Kachina are, are are an amazing um, cafe um, in Epping. Mm-hmm. Um, they're right underneath our offices at DPV Health, so I yeah. thank <laughs> them a lot. Um, but Luke will be um, who's the owner uh, will be um, speaking in the in one of the workshops in the mm-hmm. capacity building workshop about um, his experience of um, opening um, or a queer owned. Um, business in the area mm-hmm. um, so he'll be fascinating to listen to, to listen to him and then eat his food it'll be right. <laughs> and they are Nina Kachinas have been like a perfect example of a local business to work with in this space okay. because there is this kind of this phenomenon that we're seeing of um, some businesses kind of just sticking on a rainbow sticker on their front door mm-hmm. and assuming that that's kind of enough They've yeah. done the work. People in the community know that that's a safe space, so yeah. there's nothing else they need to do. But really, it's so important to do the work behind 
that's mm-hmm. thicker. Definitely. And that's kind of the theme that we have for the summit, which is beyond the rainbow lanyard. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's really, it's great and it's important to have that visual representation of having some kind of rainbow lanyard, for example, that you wear at work. But yeah. it's even more important to validate it with that kind of foundational work. So what are you doing behind the scenes to make sure that mm-hmm. your spaces are actually safe and inclusive? Um, can you commit to making those changes um, mm-hmm. in the future and continu- continually learning in that way? Um, it just makes it a little bit more meaningful and sustainable yeah. for our community too. I like that, yeah. I had a discussion yesterday with uh, a dear friend, um, Sam Alkin, and we were talking about, you know, we had the um, marriage quality approved, birth certificate mm. changes, and a few others. But I think, you know, um, looking at UK right now, that can be revoked mm-hmm. anytime. You mm-hmm. know, trans people are going through hell right now in UK. So I guess the work never stopped. Mm-hmm. Mm. Completely. I mean, even in the US as well. Mm, like, US too, The fact yeah. that like with the Supreme Court and yeah. overturning so many like important decisions that we thought yeah. were now just a part of our reality and mm. that they wouldn't be overturned. But yeah. it just speaks to how important it is to stay vigilant, mm. um, to stay connected and to keep advocating for our rights because they can be taken away and um, not everyone shares that same vision. So right. it's so important to keep having these events so that people can uh, keep doing the work yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's in solidarity that we that we have power and you know it makes me um, think of there's the really famous um, poem that was written in the Second World War in Germany I can't remember mm-hmm. but it, it lists like first they came for the Jews and then they came for the um, intellectuals and they came for the um, politicals and then they came for me and there was no yeah. one to speak up for me mm. and so you know where there's an injustice happening, to anyone anywhere it's happening to all of us yeah so we need to be all on each other's side and working together Definitely working together we can think of that history is progression on am i getting deep but i think <laughs> history you know we see is progression yeah and we're just going to keep progressing towards a better place and like hopefully but it doesn't just happen by itself we've, we've got to band together and 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 be together and it can be difficult when it feels like we take three steps forward and one step back there mm. seems to be this wash and flow of backlash yeah um, you know, and I definitely had the same feeling when the Marriage Equality Act happened here yeah. and going through that plebiscite experience was you know, awful, was upsetting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the first Pride March after, I was like, this is a victory march. Yeah. And here we are these years on and we're under attack again. So yeah. it feels mm-hmm. like we've taken a step back, the backlash. But, you know, if we keep going, we can take those three steps forward again. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, we just have to keep thriving and keep working and keep fighting Completely. yeah and, and uh, protect our laws that has been approved it does and yeah. it feels like a lot of this kind of backlash and contention unfortunately nowadays it seems to be said with I've heard this described recently said with an American accent mm. where a lot of the politics from overseas can Correct. kind of seep over into here mm. and you often think like this person who's expressing these views yeah is it really their views or are they just regurgitating points that they may have heard on social media? Yeah. And there, there's these really intense misinformation campaigns that are happening mm. where we know they're targeting our communities. Of so course. it's it's really, it's so important to stay vigilant around that oh, and do what we can. Yeah. Just look at US and then suddenly abortion is illegal. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. are you living in the 1800s? Yeah. <laughs> it's it is. terrifying. It is terrifying. Mm-hmm. And this is why a lot of um, the females here are still 
protesting even though you know it's, it's legal here but mm-hmm. they are still protesting because we are definitely afraid of um, what's happening in US they're going to bring it here mm-hmm. like completely. like what you said completely, mm-hmm. completely. we can't let them mm-hmm. we can't let them <laughs> we need to protest <laughs> alright um, I'm going to play another song um, it's called Sokar it's called um, it means sugar by Elaine Alina Alina <laughs> um, she was um, um, f- the first cis female uh, Palestinian woman that actually um, uh, performed at Coachella this year. Wow. So she made history this year. So this is Sokar. You're listening to 3CR on Curing the Air with Sasha Saide and my guest here, Anas and Tom um, from Pride in the North. We've been talking about the upcoming event that is on Friday, 3rd November, Pride in the North Summit beyond the Rainbow Lanyard. Can you um, um, 
remind some of the listeners what is uh, this event is all about. Maybe uh, maybe the listeners just tune in right um, just now. So yeah, please. Absolutely. So it's a Pride in the North Summit that will be held on November 3rd at the Plenty Ranges Arts and Convention Center up in South Morang. Mm. And really it's a coming together of community and health organizations locally, uh, businesses, politicians, change makers, as well as local LGBTQ plus identifying community members. Mm. And the idea is we're looking to amplify voice uh, share experiences and kind of build a path forward towards LGBTQ plus inclusivity in the North. Mm, mm, yeah. mm. Oh, good. So um, just now we were just talking about Melbourne Fringe. Yes. <laughs> it's a bit of off topic because Tom was um, telling us about um, Tom's, um, you have art um, in uh, studying art. Oh, my undergraduate degree many, many years ago <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was in um, theatre and literature. Yes, yeah, I had a bit and of literature. Yeah, that's it. So. Theatre went to the Edinburgh Fringe with that, and you know, but you know, this is seventeen years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Edinburgh, uh, Edinburgh Festival. That was amazing. That was yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> You know, everybody talking about it. And I, I totally understand now that I've been there. It's like, oh, okay. It's amazing. <laughs> so um, have you ever been um, involved in Melbourne Fringe, Anas? Oh, gosh. I mean, this year's Fringe Festival, I had a chance to go to an event, actually, that was really, really special to me. Yeah. So I didn't expect it. Um, I kind of just signed up and I heard about it through a friend. Okay. But this one specifically was called Zeffe. So it was hosted the at wedding? the... Wedding? Yes, the yeah. wedding, exactly, yeah. <laughs> the the um, uh, Middle Eastern wedding. Exactly, yeah, they... it was a Middle Eastern wedding. It was hosted at the Malthouse Theatre. Yeah. And gosh, I walked into it not knowing kind of really anything about it. And mm-hmm. it was... I walked in and it was such a beautiful, gorgeous setup with these dinner tables and yeah. flowers and everything. But then it had these so many special elements to it that I'd never seen before at any other art show where, for example, they had these tablets they were handing around to the dinner attendees. And what was on these tablets is actually Zoom calls. And there were Zoom calls with people from overseas. So people in Syria, people in Lebanon, for example. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had the privilege of speaking with a a drag performer, actually, who was in Syria. And later on in the evening, that same drag performer had a video where they showed us how to belly dance. So it was a completely like interactive, immersive. It had some uh, funny elements to it, but it was also very, very heartfelt. Mm. Because as you know, with everything happening at the moment in the news, it really it was so important to find something um, to feel connected to community Mm. and feel like we could heal together. And that's exactly what. that felt like and it was it was a taste of home in that there was Arabic music there was even like Arabic covers of like big um, western songs and we just had an absolute riot the entire time so yeah I I love seeing that I hope it's still going because I would love to go I I heard about this but Mm. I've been going to the Melbourne Fringe like non-stop Mm -hmm. and I just have to prioritize the ones that um, so-called friends are actually performing so yeah (laughs) so yeah so Tom, maybe next year you will be uh, part of the Melbourne well, who Fringe. Who knows? I mean, you yeah. just re- you remind me a little bit actually that one thing we have happening at the mm-hmm. at the summit is where we're going to be um, recording the the keynote speakers and the main speakers. Yeah. But there's also an opportunity. I'm pretty sure it's still happening. There's mm-hmm. also an opportunity if you want to you know talk about your experiences of the summit or just being a you know queer person in in Melbourne or in your life um, generally. We're going to have someone there who will be interviewing folks yeah. on the day. Um, sharing their their story and I'm hoping that we'll be able to turn that into forum or interview theatre so that text of the interview will be de-identified of course and then turn into a script to be you know performances 
Mm-hmm. Everywhere, so maybe that will happen at the the Melbourne Fringe next year. <laughs> that could be Pride in the Summit, yeah. a Malt House production. You know, yeah. I believe in you guys because you guys just make things happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how do people? Um, you know, I believe this is um, ticketed event. So yeah. can you explain a bit more how people can get tickets and and so on and how much to pay and what to expect? Yeah, that's a really important thing yeah. to cover <laughs> that we haven't covered yet. So thank you for bringing it up. Um, yeah, so you can you can get to the tickets on the um, Plenty Rangers Arts and Convention Center um, C- Culture and Convention Center um, website. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you Google um, Pride in the North Summit Prac P R A C C, then Google will will show you the way okay. um, mm-hmm. to the to the tickets. Um, and the tickets are it's ten dollars if you're you know representing yourself or $50 if you're representing an organization. So if your organization is going to pay for you, yeah. we'll ask them to pay a little bit more. Um, and all of the, the cost of the um, the tickets is going to go towards um, putting on um, future activities. Okay. Um, and those future activities will be the future activities that come out of the summit. So, yeah. you know, you'll be paying a little bit of money, but that will be going towards what you say you want to happen afterwards. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So there's a few places you can get the tickets. Okay. Either going on the PRACC, that's PRAC website, mm-hmm. PRACC.com.au, yeah. and going to the events section and looking for the Pride in the North Summit. Or as Tom mentioned, you can just Google the words Pride in the North Summit, and it should be the first uh, search result that comes up as well. And we also were going to link that on um, our podcast at TracyR website. <laughs> Thank you so <laughs> Thank much. You. Yeah. Thank you, Sasha. Yeah, so... Um, um, Another question. You're going to have speakers, right? Mm-hmm. Todd Fernando is one of them. Is that going to be um, live stream at all or just... Um... Mm. So we won't have a live stream of mm-hmm. the event, unfortunately, but we do have a few keynote speakers that are planned for the day. So okay. make sure you get your tickets fast because they are <laughs> selling out soon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> selling out quickly, excuse me. Yeah. But the keynote speakers we have are, firstly, of course, the uh, Victorian Commissioner for LGBTQ plus uh, communities himself, Dr. Mm-hmm. For- Todd Fernando will be speaking. Um, we have uh, Jack Tomlins as well. Um, author and CEO of Rural Pride, and Daniel Whithouse, too. So we really have a powerful selection of keynote speakers that we're really proud of. And then, of course, we have uh, the really valued uh, LGBTQ plus community members, uh, organizations, etc., who will be helping us uh, with the panel discussions, as well as the workshops will be facilitated later, too. So yes, this particular event will not be live streamed, so make sure that you get your ticket. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds huge. Mm. Is this going to be as big as the Pride? Gosh, fingers crossed. I mean, <laughs> we're always hoping to do bigger and better. Yeah, so yeah, with yeah. that Pride Festival, it was the very first and hopefully we'll have an even bigger audience for mm, the summit and for the next Pride Festival. And we'll keep I guess that was the it. first one. Anyway, that was quite successful. Anyway, like I said, minus the weather. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, the second one and people has... We, be, we can't stop talking about it. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure a lot of others has been talking about it as well. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to the next one. So, you know, you're going to bring all the crowd from everywhere absolutely yeah i mean that's just it we're hoping to grow and grow more yeah. i mean even as the network like like we said we are of course focused on the outer north of melbourne yeah but we're trying to grow and grow and grow to include really anyone who's looking to support that same Definitely. vision for i LGBTQ mean we community. always need allies from different suburbs right Completely. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> especially like like tom said like a lot of what happens unfortunately is just in the south side or yeah. is in the cbd and especially for young people that can be really difficult so yeah, we're really proud of that. It's true. I mean, like, there's a lot of queer people in the North. It's just that um, there's nothing much going on over there. Exactly. So people don't know where to go. And I guess people are still um, figuring out where is, like, the festival. I mean, like, you know, people mm-hmm. are like, oh, is this 
legit or not. Mm-hmm, you know, we mm-hmm. never heard it before. Exactly. Yeah. And with things like like with similar events, it can be difficult to think about. All right, if I go here, like, what does that actually mean in terms of like my contributions and my voice? Yes. Like, how will my voice really be heard? Mm. And that's such an important consideration we've made in planning this, in planning the activities as well. So mm. not just throughout the workshops, will people have the opportunity to share their opinions or yeah. um, even ask questions they might have, particularly with so many change makers being in the room. Yeah. But then also, as Tom mentioned, people will have the opportunity to share their voices um, in more kind of private and intimate sessions. Mm. And hopefully those voices will directly inform the future work that we're doing. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's really important. What about those people like, let's say, refugees or asylum seekers who can't afford to pay that $10 to attend? They can email you and maybe perhaps get um, a free entry? Oh, sure. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Um, we want we want people there. We want it to be okay. we want it to be accessible. So yeah, yeah, if that if that ten dollars is a is a barrier, yeah, then absolutely, you know, um, you know, let us let us know, and we'll be able to, you know, to to get you to get you there. Yeah. We want we want people to come. It is. It's worth emphasizing. If anyone's a little bit reluctant, that all the money that will be, um, uh, all the money raised at the event will be used as Tom mentioned for those future activities Mm. because it can be difficult to get that resourcing and funding to do this work Um, so we're we're trying to take matters into our own hands and say look we're hosting this summit all the ticket money that will be raised will be actually used to advance the work that we're doing Mm. so we know that we can be a little bit more sustainable in this space yeah of course Um, because while we were talking I was just thinking about my past experiences where I create events where some people couldn't afford that $10 And I said like, no, I want you to come. Mm. Just give me your name, your phone number. And then, um, yeah, just come because, and it feels really good because they actually want to come and support you Mm -hmm. as well. And, Mm -hmm. you know, want to be involved in, um, at the event. So, you know, this is why I raised out that question because in the past I get a few emails where people couldn't afford, Mm -hmm. um, the entry fee and, um, they still want to come. Yeah. Completely. Mm -hmm. No, it is, it's really important. Yeah. Yeah, We're trying to do anything that we can to make it as accessible as possible for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Those, those voices voices are, are vital right mm-hmm. we need we need you know the mm-hmm. people who, who who couldn't afford that yeah. to, to to be there that that they're part of our community and we need, we want to hear from them definitely mm-hmm. because this is um one of our um hardest time at the mm-hmm. moment you know and people are still struggling even like inflation um with um housing rental mm-hmm. are crazy at the moment so you know i can understand even that ten dollars does mean a lot to them and some that's, of them yeah people like that's that's exactly that's what uh, intersectionality is mm. all about and kind mm. of the crux of like all the work that we're doing because it is it's about like how those different intersections whether it be someone's background someone's financial disadvantage like they come together and transform those experiences of disadvantage so yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. really important to consider how all those different factors um, affect people's experiences day to day 100% yeah 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 so um what else? I mean, <laughs> what else can people expect at this event? Um, I mean, we, we talk about speakers, mm-hmm. we talk about workshop, we talk about catering, mm-hmm. um, drinks. I mean, no alcohol, right? No. <laughs> I mean, we will say towards the end of the evening, yeah. we can't reveal too much information about this part, but okay. we do have a special surprise Ooh. planned for the attendees. Okay. <laughs> so we are, absolutely. It's going to be kind of um, uh, a mixture of, of course, uh, tackling some really serious topics yeah. and trying to um, advance work in this space, but yeah. also some fun and some lightheartedness and some food and just coming together of community and Amazing. networking as well. It's a plan to stay after the. The event says it's finished because there will be 
yeah, there'll be some some um, some family friendly fun to be had, <laughs> um, some queer queer family friendly fun to be had afterwards. So. Okay. And um, it's actually happening on my on my birthday, so it's very important mm-hmm. to me that oh, there's some fun. That'll be my birthday party at the okay. end of the day. Tom's birthday. <laughs> Revealing myself as a scorpion. Yeah. yeah. So um, can we repeat that again? Um, when? Um, what time? Um, where? Where to take? You can get tickets and so on. Of course. So that's the Pride in the North Summit Beyond the Rainbow Lanyard. It's going to be hosted November 3rd from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Plenty Ranges Arts and Convention Center. That's at 35 Ferris Boulevard in South Morang. And to register, it's as simple as just getting the tickets online. Mm -hmm. So the tickets are either $10 for community members or $50 for organization representatives. So to find those tickets, you can either just go to the PRAC website, that's pracc.com.au, and look for the Beyond the Rainbow Lanyard Mm -hmm. Summit in their events section, or you can simply just Google the words Pride in the North Summit, and it does show up as the first search result there on the web page. So again, if you have kind of any issues on buying the tickets mm. or any other concerns or questions that you might have, of course, feel free to reach out that email address that we have on the event page. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, we're just so, so, so excited to make this happen. We're so grateful to Dr. Todd Fernando, Vic Health, the Torn Government, and everyone else um, in the PIN Network who has helped to uh, put this together. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Tom. Oh, what? Anna said it all so eloquently. <laughs> I mean, equally, I just want to yeah share my my gratitude to everyone who's who's helped us um, do it and helped us put it on. I mean, Todd has been um, an amazing support. It's been so great to have him come we to the network. That. We love that. Um, <laughs> my love goes to um, the Pride in the North um, network and you know to DPV Health who have. Um, let me you know, spend my time working on this and being such yeah. amazing support. Um, you know, Alice's organization, we'll see Community Connections, is, has been um, you know, incredible as well, mm-hmm. and a real force in this space. And the Whittlesea Council and um, the Hume Council um, in particular have you know, been amazing supports and, and helping us put it on. Um, you know, Whittlesea Council um, you know, paid for the, the venue with in-kind support, so that's an amazing support to help us put it on. So I, mm-hmm. and I'm and all my love to all the speakers. I'm really excited to hear what our community speakers, our community activists, have to say. They're yeah. um, you know, to me like really essential and exciting voices. Um, and so I hope to meet lots of you there, and we'll have a an amazing, exciting day. And thank you for letting us talk with yes, you. Yes, thank well. you for oh, you, Sasha. Always, <laughs> always supporting the North Side. And plus, I know Anas, and you know, when I got that email, I didn't even know Anas was in it. And then mm-hmm. when I saw that um, the reply from Elizabeth, and uh, your name was in there, oh my god, I'm excited because I haven't seen you since the Pride uh, the Pride exactly. Festival. No, I was so excited. I mean, gosh, when we were planning this and thinking about all oh, different ways that we can promote it, yeah. um, our planning group was reaching out to 3CR, and yeah. I thought to myself, oh gosh, I hope this email lands in <laughs> Sasha's table. And it did, so I'm yes, so excited it, to be here. I think be I was the first one you. who replied. So. Straight away, always. <laughs> Sasha's always number one. Yeah, yeah because I, whenever I see something in the North, I mean, I know this is new because mm. I've spoken to um, Anas and also a few others like uh, Internet and and I think um, I always wanted to support this um, because you know what? Um, 
it's a good thing. I mean,、mm-hmm. you know, queer people need festival and events in the north side.、So. And it's so important that we support each other too. Yeah, we、like. support each other. So、of、grateful、course. that you're、yeah. giving us your platform to kind of talk about this event and, of course, the Pride Festival too. But yeah, yeah. you're complete just、uh, powerhouse in this space. I love a good party、so、anyway, so I love good、yeah. food as well. <laughs> you know, if Anna's involved, definitely gonna be good food because <laughs> I've worked with Anna's in the past with the queer Ifta,、mm-hmm. and we produce good food. Hell yeah, <laughs> the food will be good at the summit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and ten dollars for the meal you're gonna get it. Five baht makes it worth it. That's it, it's everyone. Get your, t- yeah. get your ticket because you're gonna be fed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be fed. Well, <laughs> mind and stomach. Yeah, mind and stomach. So, um, okay. Thank you so much, uh, both Anas and Tom for being at clearing the air to promote Pride in the、thank、Summit you, North.、Sasha. Pride in the North Summit Beyond the Rainbow Lane. I think this is gonna be amazing. Um, I will check my calendar. Because I would love to come、mm-hmm. um, for sure. Yeah, do, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Please do. Yeah, so I just have to check my calendar because it's on a Friday, so it's、mm-hmm. a bit tricky.、Mm-hmm. So、um, yeah, and、um, yeah,、uh, anything else do you wanna? Say before you go. No, gosh, just thank you so so much for having us on. Yeah, and we're so excited to see you at the summit. Hopefully, yes, and thank you to all the listeners for listening to us. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm looking forward to meeting you all. Yes, that's good. Don't don't forget to say, say hi to Anas and Tom if you're there. Please do. Yes, <laughs> they're famous now. <laughs> <laughs> No. 
much you've been hurt Life will always smile again We remember the beautiful And we remember the beautiful And we There was another um, Palestinian artist uh, named um, Fadi Androwas, and the song was El Munt Kayali um, Dada Remix. Um, like I said, I'll be playing all the Palestinians' music um, from um, because we at Queering the Air in support with Palestine of what's going on at the moment. So I guess it's almost an hour now. So um, my guest has left. And don't forget to get tickets. That will be for Friday 3rd of, um, 3rd of uh, November. Um, that was um, supposed for the Pride in the Snow Summit beyond the Rainbow Lanyard. So I'm going to leave you with Cliffy Babasha Murat, another Palestinian artist. And next up will be um, Salam Radio with Mirna. Yeah.